You know what they call uh, a quarter pounder with cheese uh, in Paris? What do they call it? They call it uh, Royale with cheese. Royale with cheese. That's right. Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, it's all anyone's going to talk about for the next two weeks. How can we make this part of the content strategy for Battle Royale with Cheese? I'm open to ideas. The floor is yours. Uh, well, we could open with you explaining who the other person who isn't Taylor Swift is and oh, okay. what their relationship is to each other. And the explanation should be directed towards me. Because I don't know what's going on. Because I am an old. <laughs> Got it. So, I mean, everyone who everyone who's hearing this by now okay. has seen the memes, has seen the pics. Okay. That uh, whether or not they've been dating already, or this was oh, like this the first interaction. A classic T Swift. A classic T Swift. Travis Kelsey has been making overtures to Taylor Swift. Travis Kelsey is the starting tight end. Wink. Oh, nice. On the Kansas City Chiefs mm-hmm. Super Bowl champions. What does he do with his tight end? Oh, uh, he plays the American football. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, that's what he does professionally with it. I don't know what he does personally For with pleasure. it. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know how I, I, like, professionally I'm a communicator, but I can talk about lots of things. That's true. Mm-hmm. What does it have to do with tight ends? Moving on. Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift was in the box for the Kansas City Chiefs. With Travis Kelsey's family, okay. wearing decked out in Chiefs gear, and it's all the internet wants to talk about today and okay. yesterday. It was blowing up. There was a clip after Travis Kelsey scored a touchdown okay. where Taylor Swift could be seen audibly yelling, let's fucking go. Is she allowed to say fucking? I think her maybe more country constituents mm-hmm. might chafe a little bit against seeing their their country sweetheart using such profane language. Okay. But... I mean, I think it it seemed natural and in the moment. And, you know, if you can't let out a spirited LFG when maybe your love interest Mm -hmm. is uh, succeeding in his profession, then when can you? I have no idea. And then how are we going to walk this back to food? Something about tight ends, butts. Pork butts. Food comes out your butt eventually. Eventually. I think I remember learning that in school. I think I remember living that yeah. in life. Too too vividly, I remember living that. <laughs> well, the important part is you got us here. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't need to ask the question. You've already landed that plane. That's true. Congratulations, Jill. Welcome back to Battle Royale with Cheese, <laughs> Vancouver's favorite food and Taylor Swift and podcast. Tight end podcast. And tight end podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're joining us at the end. The dog days of summer are here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're joining us at the end of our sizzling summer series, Battle Royale with Cotija where we rate and review all of Vancouver's, well, not all, but Vancouver's most prominent taco chains. Can we um, do a thing where we pause and then later on we, and by we I mean you, edit in some sort of Florence and the Machine reference where we play that Dog Days of Summer song? I just really like that song. I like that song too. Because I'm a white. A white millennial? (laughs) Yes. That song... Um, I watched, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Okay. I am here to say, I think it will be the last Marvel movie I ever watch. Okay. However, 
Did the ending set to Dog Days Are Over (laughs) make me cry? Yes. Yes, of course. Yes, it did. My uh, sister kept referencing those movies over the summer in the course of their trilogy, and she kept saying, you know, the Groot movies. The Groot movies. (laughs) I've not seen any of them. I think Uh, of them as Vin Diesel's Groot movie. I did know that she, what she was talking about. So Mm. congratulations, Groot trilogy and everyone involved. Except for James Gunn. (laughs) Yeah. For those weird pedophilia tweets. Yeah. We don't need to weigh into that. No. We're... We're fine. We're, we're keeping our gossip guns focused squarely on T Swift and Travis Kelsey because it's all the algorithm wants to talk about. I'm. You better believe I'm putting Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey into the SEO for this episode. Yeah, I mean, we got to pick that up. I mean, why not? We got to get that qualified traffic. Well, and the thing that I think people will hear is they're going to come here. They're going to click on Battle Royale with Cheese. I don't know how this relates to Taylor Swift fandom, but I will click it. Mm-hmm. They're going to be. 15, 20 minutes in before they realize they're never coming back around to Travis. Oh, wait, I guess they'll hear this part. Shit. Okay, Brian, solve this problem in real time. We love, what's your favorite Taylor Swift song? I don't know any of them off the top of my head. Not even Shake It Off? I guess that one. Okay. So that one? I guess, yeah. What's your favorite Taylor Swift song? Probably um, Love Story or, actually, no, that's not true. Uh, I think I'd actually rather talk about James Gunn than Taylor Swift anymore. Well, let's move on. <laughs> so nominally, we're a food podcast. Yeah. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Brian. Joining me as always. Jill. How's it going? Great. Great. Before we get into the topic of tonight's episode, taco, talking about Taco Fino. Mm-hmm. Should we quickly acknowledge that we've just passed our own personal Super Bowl? The Superflux fucking awesome fest, Fisking awesome festival. Yes, I think we should uh, reference it. Yes, we just were there on Saturday. I don't want to talk too much about it because it will be getting its own episode. But what a time! Yeah, a hundred chicken wings out of five. Yeah, so much fun. <laughs> um, and also a hundred nannies out of five. Uh, instead of our usual. Uh, thirst quenching during recording done by Superflux. This one is sponsored by Nani instead because we imbibed hard. Yeah, we had a lot of Superflux beer this weekend. <laughs> yeah, we did more than, more than normal, I would yeah, say. I think so too. And it was definitely in a condensed time span. Mm-hmm. But boy, was there great food to go along with it. More on that in a future episode. Eventually. Eventually. So last week, we talked about Taqueria. We're entering... This week, the final episode of our taco tournament, the mm-hmm. Sizzlin' Summer Series, Battle Royale with Cotilla, mm-hmm. and other nom de plumes. Mm-hmm. Don't know if I use that correctly. Let's go with that. Nooms de plumes. Ooh, I like it. That's most certainly incorrect. But <laughs> Okay, well, the ranking as it stands mm-hmm. that we have come to through science, we're oral scientists. Yes, we are, with differing results. Yes, Oh, sorry. That's right. We have different rankings right yes. now. Although I was taken to task by my friend Amelia. Yes. Who said that I cannot believe that I rank Taqueria over Mezcaleria. And confirmed that I have the correct ranking. Superior taste. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so basically we have at the top Chancho. Yeah. And then. It's picked in- by a mile, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's picked by a mile. A great bad name, I think. I think so too. And then after that, dealer's choice. Taqueria or Mezcal, mm-hmm. uh, Jill, Mezcal, mm-hmm. me, Taqueria, mm-hmm. and then vice versa. Mm-hmm. Coming up in the four spot, Sally Lamont, mm-hmm. and we're bringing up the rear so far mm-hmm. is, no, no, Sally Lamont. That's it. That's Those are it. the ones we've done so far. Nope. So uh, now we must 
for this episode, we're, as Brian already teased, uh, we're talking Taco Fino. But I think we should also spend a portion of this episode in a sub-rank exploration where we rank the locations of Taco Fino against each other. I love this idea. <laughs> and it's a necessary Wait, exercise should, because should, obviously I have opinions. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Jill, you're sweating and you're ready. Yeah, I know. Uh, would you rather do this as like uh, we try to rank them all? We try to build the list together or do you want to build our separate list? No, or do I already you want to have, do a draft? I have the list. Okay, you have a li- I, maybe you've thought about this more. And also, I think... Well, I used to live close to the one in Gastown mm-hmm. and you've lived close to the commissary for a long time. Yes. So maybe we both have some kind of like location exposure. And now mm-hmm. I live close to the Ocho. Ocho. Yes. Okay. Why don't you just hit me with your list and get all your thoughts out and then I'll contribute. Okay. Um, I'll just drink this beer. So, I mean, non-alcoholic beer. So I would say that there's also different categories. Of course. Um, so when we're talking takeout, Georgia, uh, my fiance Georgia and I have through rigorous uh, scientific method approach uh, testing the hypothesis is Taco Fino good over and over again I would say weekly <laughs> okay uh, sometimes bi-weekly not even meeting every other week but twice in one week uh, we like the lemongrass chicken burrito from the Yale Town so I would say definitively Yale Town Taco Fino has the best takeout I okay continue um, I can also say definitively that Taco Fino Ocho, uh, completely inconsistent <laughs> based on the two times that you and I went. Yes. The first time was mid, if I'm using that correctly. You are. And then when we went last Monday, incredible. Like, not yeah. even, like, maybe that's a little bit, no, like, at the time that, like, it scratched every, like, hunger itch that I had. It was How delicious. many itches are you trying to get scratched? <laughs> it was mostly two. I was hungry and thirsty. <laughs> they... Provided. Nice. For both. It's important um, to get your needs met. And I think for sit down, I'm going to say Gastown is the best. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's just enormous. So yep. there's, and there's always 1 million people working there. So it's a great place to go on like a Friday or Saturday, I would say, if you forgot to make a reservation somewhere and mm-hmm. you just need to put food in your mouth. If Gringo's is too busy. Yeah, exactly. Stumble on over. Speaking of the taco place, we didn't review this on this project, but that's fine. That's okay. Um, maybe we can have, uh, give some flowers to Gringo's at the end of this episode. Love to. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like every taco fino has something going for it. Uh, I'm going to say my least favorite taco fino is the original taco fino taco truck. <laughs> Can you talk more about that? I've never been to the original taco Um, truck. Like, okay, so I think I'm going to get into this later when we talk about it as a chain overall. And I think it delivers after much thought perfectly as a chain. Um, But as a destination? uh, Yeah, I have very hit or miss. Okay. Um, But for the taco truck and taco fino, it's just... I mean, I'm probably going to get some heat for this comment, but it's full of Tofitians. Spent Ooh. a lot of time in Tofino. Um, there's uh, just inconsistent quality. Sometimes there's like a huge line and you get your food immediately. Sometimes there's no line and you're still inexplicably waiting 45 minutes for your Baja experience. Oh, no. Um, and it's also like whenever I'm getting Taco Fino in Taco Fino, I'm like, who am I? And also I'm like, <laughs> There's like six restaurants in Taco Fino and there are 
a million taco finos in the lower limit, like on the actual mainland. So mm -hmm. I feel like it's kind of like a food regret thing. It's like I should be eating at Wolf and Fog right now, or I should oh. be eating at Soba, or I should be eating at some of the other wonderful culinary delights that exist in Taco Fino and not, you know, just succumbing to the the truck. Also, it's outside and Taco Fino's wet, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's a fact. Okay. That sounds good. I think, I think of the Gastown location more as a takeout spot, not because it isn't a sit down restaurant. Of course it is, but you know how they've always had the that, bar. the bar, the, the burrito the bar. Burrito bar. Mm -hmm. That's what I used to hit all the time when I lived in the area. Mm -hmm. Great for lunch, great for you know, dinner, if you just wanted to grab something on the way home from work. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I have very fond memories of that. I definitely hit that takeout window way more than I was ever inside. But yeah. I do remember really liking the inside there too. I am trying to think. I agree with you about the Ocho. Doesn't wow me, to be honest. Um, well, it wowed me on Monday, but like, was that, I don't know. And I will say when we went the other time, I really liked our server. I thought that they were great and they were funny because they also put up with us sort of grilling them about, you know, what's the deal with certain things. One of them being, you cannot order burritos to eat inside and sit down at the Tacofino Ocho location after 3 p.m. Yeah. That's like, after then, it's like Tacofino nights, only sloppy tacos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nothing phallic, only soft openings. Exactly. I think... It's homophobic, personally. They don't want to see beige tubes going into mouth holes when people <laughs> are trying to have family dinners. <laughs> so wait, is it is it is it not is it too phallic and thus gross and like it's not sexy enough in the right way, or is it not appropriate for family dining because Taco Fina wants to be like Uncle Moe's? <laughs> Uncle Moe's, here I am. Um, well, I don't know, because like, well, I have to actually first walk back my homophobic comment because, uh, you know, doesn't matter, like, the, it's agnostic to the gender of the mouth hole that the beige tube is going into. Fair enough. But I guess what they're saying is taco lingus is hot, but... Baricio? Baricio is not. <laughs> So they're all about soft opening pleasure. Um, I also like okay, all of these like stupid, stupid jokes aside. Like what is like, what is the rationale? Like to me, I think tacos are sloppier. Like, can, I, can I tell you? I think I, I honestly think and I, as much as I love, I love the great laughs that we have shared <laughs> over the idea that like no word mouth tubes. No, like it's such a funny thing to think about from that perspective. I wonder if it's really just a dollars and cents thing of people get too full on burritos and they want people to spend more money. So oh, if they have so smaller bites, like also they want it because the the our server did say it's more of a vibe. They want this to be a vibe place. So if you they want, did, she did say that. And to be fair, that's our primary source. Uh, and I will. Yeah, that actually, actually that does track a lot more. So rather than cramming a base tube into your mouth as fast as you can, and then getting like super full, you don't really, that's not really like the, the casual lingering, like, Oh, well I'm still yeah. here. You know, I could have a little bit more of a nosh. And like, it's the classic, like, oh, well, maybe have one more taco. Oh, but I'm thirsty, so I'm going to have another marg. Well, now that I've had an extra marg, I could, I could fit one more taco in. Yeah. So actually, this is all making way more sense. Yeah, maybe we've we've kind of 
solve the mystery yeah. CSI Miami. But I uh I do love the initial like baffling that it <laughs> that it put me in the state of bafflement. Yes. <laughs> to invent something it entirely. Is, it, I mean it is weird. And at first it did kind of really uh it was surprising. Yeah. I'll but, just say that. But you're absolutely right. I mean, I guess it does that aside. Like, it's just smaller bites. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Uh, what do you... Uh, I'm looking at menus here. Sorry, I'm just bringing up the... Because there's so many menus. And I, I just wanted to see for myself if there was... Just stop for a minute, Brian, and think for yourself. Be present. Whoa. What is your go-to order <laughs> what for the Taco fuck? Fino? Hey, hey. Think for myself. Bringing it back. Come into the moment. Think okay. about it. Look in your heart. Okay. Look in your gut. Okay. Look in your tight end if there's something there. What's the go-to order from Tacofino? So I think of Tacofino as having like three legitimate orders and burrito or taco agnostic. I think the burrito is like what I've had by far the most at mm-hmm. a Tacofino. Same. But I, I think their tacos are just fine. And if you want to like mix up your flavors, I which I often do. Mm-hmm. That's uh, a, a totally valid move. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of comments more on that later about the burritos. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say, yes, I see the burritos as the supreme, superior taco fino experience. Yep. However, the fish taco, yep. obviously their most famous food item. Mm-hmm. I think it still hits, and I think we'll get more into this. Mm-hmm. I think it's still a legitimate choice if you're like craving taco fino. I think it's okay to go fish taco. Mm-hmm. But personally for me... My favorites, I think I would also say that the Yale Town location is my favorite uh, takeaway spot, both because it's the first place I ever had the lemongrass chicken taco. So good. So good. And they also do the soft carnitas one. They do. Which has the, the almost like the peaceful restaurant beef roll kind mm-hmm. of style wrapper mm-hmm. as the tortilla. I mean, at least they used to. I don't know if they still almost do. It's like a chalupa. Yeah, kind of. It's like a different Pillow-y. texture. Yeah. yeah. Put me in the pillow. Mm. Give me that pillow. Uh, love that one. I, mm-hmm. I know that's like, I think that's only available at that one location. I'm not going to cross-reference every single menu uh, in this podcast because I want to be present here with you. <laughs> no, no, I hear you. You're right. You were right to take me to task and bring me back to this moment. But I want you to know I'm here now okay. and I'm ready to contribute. Mm-hmm. The other locations that mean a lot to me, Gastown, I already talked about. Mm-hmm. I have very fond memories of that, of the burrito bar counter. And maybe that's it. Ocho... Though it is my local now, maybe it's because I've been going to Taco Fino for like over a decade, mm-hmm. but it's hard for a new location to make inroads into my heart. Yeah. You know, it's it's hard to like make new the, sweet mems. I think that's like kind of a challenge of a chain, you know? Right. Like we've got our, it's like not exactly analogous to McDonald's, but it's comparable in that they're both chains. Mm-hmm. and. Everyone has their go-to orders, and it's really hard to beat that. So bring the out- fun thing about Taco Fino, though, as a chain, is that they do have some like different menus, yeah, like some some quite different. Mm-hmm. I mean, not quite like they all, they all have like the basics. They but- actually that goes all the way back to the beginning when they had the blue burrito truck and right. the yellow taco truck, right? So they've always had distinct offerings in their different locations, which I think is very fun. Um, for my go-tos. Um, I gotta agree with you on the fish taco. So I never had fish tacos for years and years and years. I would say they've been like a 
somewhat popular th- like, like you're gonna go to joey's or cactus you're gonna see the fish tacos on the right menu. but Luckies. i guess maybe because that was the foyer of fish, like into fish tacos and like the first time i saw it i'm like no why would i want I, i've had this me a fish tacos yeah. but like i hadn't at that point and i just wouldn't order it right and then so everybody was just talking about this new taco truck and I ordered it and it kind of blew my mind yeah. at the time. Like, yeah, I was 23 and yeah, I'm white. I fit the demographic, whatever, whatever. Um, but you know what? Pico de gallo and cabbage and beer battered cod, they go well together. Do they ever? And I, it's funny that you mentioned that because I agree. And I, I also remember like the first time I ever had the blue taco fino or maybe it was the yellow. Anyway, the first <laughs> time I had the fish taco would definitely have been from one of the trucks and I also remember it being like, whoa, this is like really, really great. Yeah. This isn't like the taco kits I have at home. Exactly. <laughs> this is way better than old El Paso. But there really is something special about it to the point where many of the comments we got still reference the fish. Totally. Which is great. And I, I think in some ways, everyone who goes to Taco Fino is chasing that first fish high. I believe it. I totally agree as well. That's and- why I think I've been so delighted to find other things on the menu that like I like their Al Pastor just fine. Mm-hmm. It, it does the trick if I really just want like a burrito or something like that. But like, but the first time I went to Yelltown and had the lemongrass chicken and then the soft carnitas as a one-two punch, I was like, okay, Taco Fino, maybe you've lost your like fish fastball, but mm-hmm. I'm here for your exploration and to continue this analogy. I guess I'm here for your knuckleball. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, like we, slider. we both love not the small no, burgers. Not the, not the small I'm talking burgers. about the baseball pitch. Yeah, actually the opposite. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, and we also talked about the lemongrass burrito. That's what I order like on a weekly basis. The lemongrass burrito. Yeah. I go burrito instead. Uh, again, cause it's takeout. It's more, it's like a one and done kind of thing. It's yep. a, you know, it makes a lot of sense. It does. Burritos are perfect for that. Um, and like, I think the fish taco, like, so taco fino, I think is quite controversial in itself, as we saw from the comments. And I think just as divisive is the fish taco, but I think we need to like unpack how we look at it a little bit and Mm -hmm. be a little bit, I'm going to defend taco fino here and say, you know, is it better than a fish taco that you would get when you like something that you had from a truck in San Diego? And someone's Tia was making it. Like, no, but that's not apples to apples. Not at all. Like, I don't take the McDonald's cheeseburger and put it up against, you know, a uh, poorhouse or, um, you know, the American, et cetera. It is what it is. It is. It is what it is. To me, it's like the platonic ideal of the, like, chain, fast chain tacos. Right. Would it stand up against those? No. Does it blow... Um, Taco Del Mar out of the water? Yes. Yes, it does. I don't think I've ever had Taco Del Mar <laughs> exactly. in the States. You don't need to. Right. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> but I feel like for what it offers, it's great. I mean, I'm, I've also been, you know, not shy about saying sometimes Taco Fino sucks. I've had experiences where I've the chicken had... was dry. It was like total misses. But you know what? I'm still, or I'm probably like 2% of their overall revenue between Georgia and I. Congratulations. (laughs) I I will say that I think that, I mean, this conversation is making me want a burrito right now. Now, have I had dinner? No, I have not. (laughs) But I think that as, as much as Taco Fino can be hit and miss, and especially like location to location, like you kind of never know what you're going to get sometimes. I do think there is at least... Like most of the time you can go there and you like, 
you have reasonable expectation of quality and they yep. usually deliver. Exactly. And I, I think that as mid as it might be at times or, or at the very least, like maybe some of their other food offerings. And again, we're really here to talk mostly about the tacos, mm-hmm. but they have like, they do their own queso fundido now, which I've never tried. Me neither. But like, I don't know. It's so weird because in, there is a small part of my lizard brain that's like, I would order that from a taco truck. Yeah. And it's like, no, they've been a restaurant longer than they were ever those yeah. two taco trucks, right? And I think we have to like, it goes back to the McDonald's conversations that we've had, the white spot conversations mm-hmm. that we've had. You have to stay in the lane mm-hmm. and have the correct frame of mind when you're going to go into it. You have, got to, like, you have to set yourself up for like, this might be one of the misses, but you know what? It's still going to be enjoyable. Like, have you ever reached into a McDonald's takeout bag and you pulled out your cheeseburger and it was smashed or folded up like one of those Australian cowboy hats with one of the sides <laughs> folded up? And yes. that's what your cheeseburger looks like? And yes. you're like, huh, you little scamp. And you then got you me. It. And then what do you have the next time that you're stumbling home? You order McDonald's cheeseburgers. That's right. <laughs> that doesn't sway you. <laughs> that's right. I think we just need to accept Taco Fino for what it is and also thank it for adding some variety to the otherwise pretty same, like it, there's a lot of sameness with chains and like they could have done, it could have been another burger and fry shop. It could have been all these things, but like to your point, this is a taco chain. Yes. The tacos, we will get into that. I think shortly, but you can also have a pretty decent mark there. Yeah. I think their nachos are also good. Mm-hmm. Um, and, Speaking of curveballs, I think I've mentioned this on the last episode, tortilla soup. <laughs> it's yeah. actually really good. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. I'm going to have to try that. I've also never tried like they, they have like a smoked tuna ceviche at some of the restaurants. I yeah. Mean, and see, there's my lizard brain like, who the fuck would order that there? Yeah. But like, I don't I, know. Maybe it's good. But I've also gotten takeout soup from a taco place from there. So what do I know about ordering? I'm clearly never in my right Jill, mind. Jill, <laughs> you host a food pro- podcast. Okay. You know a lot. Okay. You know plenty. I guess so. You bring enough to the show. Okay. Just. I need a little validation for you, okay? But I just need to, like, I just need to get that out. I just need to defend Tacofino and also just show up for what it is, uh, especially just give it the flowers that I want to give it because I'm probably going to be pretty harsh because we're only really reviewing their tacos. <laughs> sure. And we can, and, and I, again, you and I have been to Tacofino. We originally first started talking about maybe reviewing Tacofino, I think back in February. We were going to do a March Madness and rank them That's all. right. Yeah. That's right. And then life got in the way. But... Because of that, like we've eaten at Taco Fino since we've been doing the show at least a couple times now. Mm -hmm. And then before we had a podcast, we've eaten at Taco Fino like multiple times. And I'm not even joking. I probably will end up ordering a burrito after you go home. After (laughs) Twist my arm. I could probably (laughs) swing by Ocho as well. Uh, I just wanted to share a couple comments that we got because we did get, like you said, not since our Cactus Club episode, really, have we seen such an outpouring. Mm -hmm. But I asked Taco Fino, overrated, underrated, properly rated. And, you know, I think a fairly decent prompt to ask about a wide, widely known chain that everyone goes to. Uh, I'm just going to read these uh, comments here. Uh, One person uh, overrated thumbs down. Another overrated incredibly expensive. Another when it's fresh, it's the best. Or how about this from friend of the show, Kendra Reynolds? Special shout out. Oh, Kendra Reynolds, Philatro. Did I say her last name correctly? Filiatro. Filiatro. Mm-hmm. That's how you say it. I don't know why. Kendra, I'm sorry. I'm going to I'm gonna delete this. I'm not going to. Uh, fish burrito properly rated. Most other things on the menu overrated. So again, more defense for the fish. 
Uh, someone else, I don't like their fish taco, but their cauliflower is the best of all the cauliflower tacos in the West. Oh, I will say that cauliflower, again, the burrito. I, I'm, a, I'm a hungry gal. Take out. That saved me more times than I care to mention. Like, the cauliflower one? Yeah. I. It's a good, like... I'm going to call it a healthy option, but I'm going to put air quotes around that. But when it's like a lunch and you want something filling and you're working downtown or it's a grab and go scenario for dinner, I think it's a healthier option and it's, it's good. It's not just like weird boiled broccoli put in a flour tortilla. Well, it wouldn't be boiled broccoli. It would be cauliflower. That's true. <laughs> but fair enough. That would I be take an, your point. An awful cauliflower burrito if it just had boiled broccoli. <laughs> it, it really would. Uh, Slightly overrated, but still delicious. Burritos over everything else. Yeah, I got to agree with that. Hard to argue. And then properly rated, but for the classics. Fish taco and nachos and Mark's. Well. Again, kind of more to your point. But it's kind of nice to see that, like, there are a a few people came out to be, like, just flat out overrated. Yep. And then a few people, like we expected, came out with, like, no, pretty good. Like, actually pretty good. And it can hit. And I think that the people who are saying it's overrated... You're not wrong either. No, we because don't we, disagree. <laughs> yeah, we've been there. <laughs> yeah. And like, I've also been in the party of people where it's like, where should we go tonight? Oh, let's, and someone gets really excited about Taco Fino and you're like, Taco Fino. Yeah. All right. But it's actually, there are levels to Taco Fino. Yes. I guess, is I guess what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's okay to have, and I somewhat expect to have a wide variety of experiences at Taco Fino. Yeah. There and is. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you No, off. no. I was just going to say, like, the range of outcomes at Taco Fino is possibly higher than anywhere else we've covered for a Sizzling Summer Series. Yes. I, I completely agree. Okay. It, it, it casts a wide net of experience that you could, you could walk into. Yeah, which can be fun. <laughs> yeah. And I think it goes back to, again, like our Cactus Club episode where it's like, your example just now, like, hey, where should we go and eat? If somebody brought up Cactus Club or Taco Fino, I wouldn't be like, mm, Yeah. Yeah, to like go around <laughs> high-fiving everybody. I don't think I would do that. What and would give you that? McDonald's. Okay, that's pretty much it. It. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just so hungry and thinking about that burrito right now. Uh. But again, like, it's a good crowd pleaser because there's something for everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, decent to excellent quality. Don't know which one you're going to get at all times. Right. But, I don't know. It's, I think it's... It's a good chain. Yep. I've never had anything truly bad. No, I never had like a zero out of 10 experience. Not there. at all. Not at all. Uh, shall we turn to our review? I think so. Okay. So for the purposes of this review, we did, we are going to be talking about our most recent meal there, which was Taco Fino Ocho. Mm-hmm. Sorry to the Yale Town Burrito Bar or the, yes, I think that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. You'll get your own episode one day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when we're craving that soft pork. For my, uh, first of all gross <laughs> second of all probably for my birthday next year okay. yeah there you go no just kidding it'll always be mcdonald's <laughs> well i think mcdonald's too holds a lot of promise for us mcdonald's too electric boogaloo <laughs> wow a woman of taste yeah <laughs> okay so this time out again sticking with the classics a- approach that we're kind of adopting here mm-hmm. we wanted to go for the level setting chips and guac yep so comforting that this is an offer at every single place that's, we were at that's why it's the canary in the coal mine it's totally. like you know it's gonna be there it's a great barometer yep um and it uh really sets the intention and uh expectation for the meal i would say what's your intention for this podcast to have fun oh, my, me too great okay great <laughs> 
so far i think we're doing it i think so too yeah hey great job way to be present in the moment brian and jill <laughs> okay what would you give what, thoughts on the chips and guac at, at taco fino ocho um well as i just said we were using the chips and guac as like the level set and honestly i was <laughs> expecting it to not be good and it was great the chips were i think the well i know they were the best chips i've had from taco fino in like all year maybe i actually stopped ordering them over the summer because so many times they were just like i think accidentally went through the the fry basket for two or three rounds they were super oily these ones were perfectly fried they were salted very nicely so the chip game on point Mm -hmm. Uh, tasted like homemade chips yeah exactly um and then great chip to guac ratio mm-hmm. bonus points for bringing out three hot sauces oh yeah um there was a tomato a verde and a was it a corn one habanero i think habanero, habanero corn okay that's the one i thought tasted like barn i believe you I did said. say barn yeah yeah she's wrong folks yeah. tasted good no yeah. well, i didn't say it was bad <laughs> oh sorry i said it tasted. you love barn. the taste of barn <laughs> I didn't say bad. I said barn. It's true. <laughs> um, I just like the green one the best. Yeah. Um, but I love that. It was sort of, uh, I really wish we had a camera for the Patreon users right now because uh, my dog is snuggling with Unky Bri Bri right now. It's very cute. Anyway. I love her. Um, chips, amazing. Great ratio. Yep. We had the hot sauces. Yep. A little bit of tomato in there. Some- Again, crucial. And I will say every single place had tomato in their guac. Yeah. Um, which thus proving think, it like, to be an essential part of the guacamole yes, experience. Exactly. Um, it was, it had the right amount of chunk. I find sometimes <laughs> that they can have, it's like over blended folks. She's a scientist. I am oral scientist. Correct amount of chunk. Um, but not too chonky. Right. <laughs> it wasn't just, uh, one chonky boy. Yeah. One chonky boy. It wasn't AKA just an avocado, uh, half an avocado <laughs> with a slice of tomato in, inside of it and a clove of garlic. Um, okay. It does sound delicious though. Yeah, I probably, oh God, I'm so hungry. I know. <laughs> um, so I would say they, that's like a, that's a 4.75 out of five chips and guac for me. Okay. Wow. I'm just like, think back to the Sally Limon one we had. Yeah, that's sad little, paper container and it was just again like it, my expectations were kind of like mid i was like these are going to be mediocre i've had these a million times before and it just right. like really blew it out of the water maybe like having them in the restaurant is is better are you comparing it to other i guess so the thing is let me just say my score for the chips and guac at taco fino 3.25 okay but i feel like that's just how they made me feel. They made me feel like this is 3.25 delicious. Yeah. I'm not comparing it to other chips and guac as I yeah. rate them. You that, know what I mean? Mine wasn't a comparative. It was like, this is how it makes me feel. Well, good. Okay. I think it's because I was, like I said, you were not really expecting a lot. And I was like, wow. Nice. <laughs> nice. <are> really good. <laughs> um, and it almost gave me enough faith to start ordering them for uh, takeout again. Mm. They were that good. Well, I look forward to hearing about Jill's takeout chip adventures. Yeah. Oh, Sorry, before we continue, I did want to read their annoying brand story. Oh, yes. But engage with brands. Engage story. with brands. I wish we had a uh, jingle for this, but uh, we don't. We only have Florence and the Machine, folks. So like, yeah. I'll, I'll just drop that in again here. Yeah. Dog okay. days are over. Pause for uh, take two of dog days are over. Okay. Thank you for your time. Yeah. Thank you, Florence. <laughs> uh, our beginnings. From the back of a surf shop parking lot in Tofino, British Columbia emerged a concept 
to infuse the experiences of our travels with our West Coast roots and bring them to life in our beachside surf town, dot, 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 and beyond. <laughs> it's more like a manifesto. They truly are taking over, though. Yeah, Good our food philosophy. We are inspired by the bold flavors and back alley barbecues we've encountered while hitting up surf destinations all over the world. And the tortilla is a beautiful vessel to bring it all together. We strive to make you feel like you are recharging on a beach every time you enjoy our food. And of course, we love to support local farmers. It's all about having our meat clean. Ew. (laughs) And keeping the oceans happy. The CTA underneath all that? Taste it. No. <laughs> okay. That's it. I don't. I really wish you didn't make me engage with that brand story. I had it to. Was, a, it was it all like building up to the taste. The ellipses at the end of like and beyond is like yeah. soon there will be a Taco Fino called. Um, I mean, it probably already isn't one already. Burrito Davidians. Uh, <laughs> clean meat. Yeah, it's all about. I'm going to read that again. Just because I don't want uh, anyone to think I just misread something. Okay. It's all about having our meat clean. Sorry. Meat clean. It's all about having our meat clean. <laughs> Guess what's going to be stuck in my head on repeat forever now? Meat clean. Meat clean. Meat clean. Meat clean. Meat clean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next time somebody asks me if I ever think about the Roman Empire, I'm just going to be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> All I think about is meat clean. Yeah. Hey, uh, Jill, do you have the, the meeting minutes from the other day? Meat clean? Meat clean, meat clean, meat clean, meat clean. <laughs> yeah. This is dang- I feel like this is like a, this is like my Manchurian candidate activation phrase now. <laughs> this, yeah. It's going to oh. turn your uh, lizard brain and your uh, assassin. Uh, yeah. It's going to, that's just going to trigger is, is the word I was looking for. There. Right. That's right. Uh, okay. So turning back to the menu and our food experience here, did we order the tater tots? We did not. Did we no. order the tortilla soup? We did not folks. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong menu. That's fun. I think we should go back to our rating because we, we interrupted. We, we only got as far as the chips and guac. That's what I mean. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's go back reading the menu. No, no, no. Let's go. I was going to say, let's go back to now what we are going to talk about what we did order. It's never I'm just saying the things we didn't order. It's never too late for now. Well, take us there, Jill. Uh, we also got two tacos each. Each? Two of the same tacos. We did get two of the same. Yes, we were on point this time. Uh, we decided to take it back to where it all began. We each got uh, one of the cod tacos. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we each got one of the carnitas. Just again, we, am I correct? Matt? You are correct. Pork um, carnitas. But they're not the soft pork carnitas from the Yelltown bar. No, it's, it's carnitas different. classic. It is classico. Or their version of classic Correct. it also did have i remember when we were reading the menu i read that there was kale on the carnitas taco and i remember giving the middle finger to the menu but then you know what i ate that carnitas taco with kale in it and it really hit the spot yeah it had pork rinds on top do i like pork rinds no i think they're kind of gross yeah, me too uh but the pork was flavorful it wasn't dry uh not to tip my hand here too soon, but I think it's better than the pork we had, or the the tacos I had at Sally Limon. I think so too. Um, and I was just again, just like the guac, just pleasantly surprised. Right, right. I thought it had a lot, of, like I, I, the kale added. If there was good veg in there, can I ask you? Was any part of the the joy you felt about this Taco Fino dining experience that we had just returned to podcasting not a couple hours before that? 
and we're flying high on friendship. Well, I mean, I would like to think we're flying high on friendship every time we dine together, Brian. I mean, yeah. So that's not a variable for me. Good, good point. Good point. <laughs> that's a science consistent. It is. Or constant. There you go. <laughs> the control of the yes. experience. Yeah, there you go. Um, God, who's the cult now? <laughs> Meet me for night volleyball. Meat clean. Meat clean. Meat clean. <laughs> <laughs> That'll just be our like reset phrase from now on. Yeah. Okay, bring it back. Meat clean. Meat, meat clean. clean. Our meat is cleaned. <laughs> I don't even know where we are now. That doesn't anyway, matter. The carnitas. You know where we are. They were we're at meat clean. We're at meat clean. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the carnitas. Well, how would you rate the meat? Clean? Clean. Oh, yeah. That's some clean meat. Big time. Yeah. Even though it's covered in chicharron. Yeah, which is very still- hard to do. It's, it's hard to maintain a clean meat with chicharron on top. Yeah, so I agree with you. I'm not also, I'm also not a huge fan of pork rinds. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I didn't really love the, and I like textures, let me just say that again for anyone who needs to buckle their seatbelt. Sit down to receive this information, okay? I like textures. Is that in all your uh, your LinkedIn bios and yeah. your little uh, writer blurbs? Well, now it is, yeah. yeah. I like textures. I like textures. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, and then I leave it up to the reader to yeah. kind of figure out what that means for themselves. Dot, 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 and beyond. And beyond. Me clean, me clean. <laughs> So I didn't really like the tortilla meat and then crunch of the chicharron, but I did prefer the gentle crunch of kale and radicchio slaw, yes. which I thought was really nice. Yeah. Um, do you want me to give my score this time yes. first? I would, I'm going to go 3.75. Yeah. A solid carnitas, not as good as the, not on the same tier as the pork shoulder carnitas we had from Chancho, Mm-mm. but still very, very good. Of the tacos at Ocho, which for those of you who don't know, are grilled lemongrass chicken, pork carnitas, asadero cheese, crispy cod, tempura squash, steak, grilled pork al pastor, lamberia quesadilla, and grilled oyster mushroom tostada, not a taco. I think the pork carnitas is a flavor order that you can set your watch to. Yeah. I think it's very reliable. I think last time we were there... We each got the squash and the lemongrass chicken taco, and both of those were very mid mm-hmm. that time. I thought I this was much better than both of those this time out. Yeah. So my hat's off to the pork carnitas with a gentleman's 3.75. <laughs> I, uh, I'll agree. I think it's one of the better tacos to order. I wouldn't be able to commit to a whole burrito of it. I agree. Especially not if the crunchy bits are in there. No. By the way, crunchy bits, I know they're called chicharron. <laughs> I know. I've been saying it already. <laughs> I think that the Tacofino Carnitas Taco at Ocho location at the specific evening of Monday. Last whatever, Monday. Yeah, whatever. That Monday, last was, Monday. Monday, last Monday. Um, is better than the Carnitas at Taqueria. I agree. I did leave that last bite that had too much fat in it. Mm-hmm. I did not leave a drop. Uh, there was no. no detritus on my plate. There was certainly not. Um, I think I, I don't remember. The, I think it was in like in the two range, I believe I gave the Taqueria, the, the Carnitas one. And I'm going to give the Tacofino Carnitas a 3.75. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. So we're right. In, we're handholding. It's the, great. I agree. 3.75. Agree. It's the best taco you can get at the Ocho location. Um, well, I don't know about that. Let's, uh, at the Ocho location, I would say so. I'm going to put a pin in that one. Okay. For what we're, oh, you mean like in terms of like 
what you can't get at other locations? No, I just like what we were saying, like the lemongrass one doesn't hit for me as a taco. The squash one doesn't hit the steak one. doesn't do it had, for me. Their Alpa store is okay. It's like I think that the carnitas one is solid is the best one that you can get. That's meat. Okay. Actually, no, even the squash one's pretty mid. Yeah. I well, think it's the best one. Okay. Nice. Well, that's exciting. So let us now turn to the favorite crispy cod. Mm-hmm. If you think the pork carnitas is better than the crispy cod, mm-hmm. I'd like to hear about it. I think it's only 0.25 chicken wings out of five better. Okay. Noted. Um, I think I, again, I was just so surprised with how good this pork is. Yeah, I totally. Just, I can't like, the only thing I compare within my experience is these two tacos, the only tacos I had. And I was just, I had a lot of emotions and feelings that came out of that carnitas experience. <laughs> so, uh, again, the cod taco tasted exactly as it always does i like those flavors together i think there's is it chipotle mayo that they put in it i think so i think the taco fino fish taco is the only acceptable vehicle for chipotle i'm like kind of almost anti chipotle i think there's so many other dips there i would i would lump it with ranch Mm. like just live outside ranch and chipotle um yeah, this but is in this a subway. Is, this is in a this is an exception, I would say, for me. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna give it three point five chicken wings out of five. Love that for you. And your review? I'm gonna go call me an original, three point seven five. Uh so point two five better than yours, but right in line with the pork yes. carnitas for me. So you would agree that the carnitas and then I guess you would add in the crispy cod. The cod. Those are the best two tacos to get at the Ocho location. I mean, until I go and try something else and have my mind changed. I, I'm standing by this. Yeah. Yeah. I think the crispy cod, maybe it was a little bit like, well, first of all, I was in a good mood, having a nice time with my friend. Second of all, I think it was a little bit like it had been so long since I just had the classic fish taco that Mm -hmm. it it was a little bit like, I know you made the white spot comparison before having a legendary burger for the first time in a really long time Mm -hmm. where you're kind of reminded about why you liked this thing in the first place. Yeah. So even though it may be like, I was talking about how everyone's chasing that mythical first high of yeah. Taco Fino. I'm not saying it took me all the way back there, but it was a really nice reminder of, oh yeah, there is something to this. Like th- this is a good menu item and they like haven't changed it over the years really for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, it's still very much what it was back when we were all first excited about it. Yeah. I think that I've had like to your point, I've had a lot of bad fish tacos since I started eating. Mm-hmm. Uh, this I've been to a lot of like business lunches and had oh, the yeah. Earl's fish tacos a number of times. Not my jam, dude. Mm-hmm. Not my speed. Not my tempo. Mm-mm. To quote Whiplash, J.K. Simmons. That's a great film. It is a great film. Miles, something. Tell her. Tell her. You no. told me. <laughs> me clean. <laughs> So yeah, all, all, all in all, I think Crispy Cod, 3.75. I was pleasantly surprised and I would encourage you. I mean, I don't need to encourage you. Most of the comments we got were about the fish. Yeah. A lot of people still like the fish. I'm not saying anything controversial here. The fish still hits. The mm-hmm. fish is still pretty good. Yeah. So I'm saying that if you, like me, had maybe spent a long enough time away from Taco Fino fish, that you're wondering if you ever really liked it that much at all. I'm saying perhaps now is the time to re-engage. Their meat is clean. I've heard that. And I think you should give it a try if it's been a while for you. Burrito or taco? Now that's up to you, friends. One might say 
reel yourself back in to the fish taco experience. Ooh, I like that. I like that a lot. Mm. So really reeling in the tacos. And talking about it. Uh, yeah. I was trying to really force the Steely Dan reference there. Reeling in the ears. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, right over my head. I couldn't, ma- I couldn't make it work. But now we're stuck here. Yeah. Meat clean. Meat clean. Okay. Reset. <laughs> um, any other comments on the Tacofino experience? Or do you think we're ready to complete the summer sizzling experience and give our definitive ranking of these <laughs> random assortment yeah, of restaurants of, we've chosen. First of all, <laughs> it, it is, I'm going to say before we, uh, by the way, great introduction. You've got me hyped, <laughs> not trying to like quell that momentum, but I do want to quickly say it does feel like an oversight that we didn't do gringo, especially because they did expand to two locations in the last year. Oh, they are a chain. So they are technically a chain now, but I would like, I don't even think the tacos are that great. It's just such a fun place. That's what I mean. (laughs) But it would be such a great place to review to be like, is this good? I don't know, but I have a great time every time I'm there. Yeah. I mean, I think that's more of a testament to the cheap, cheap drinks. (laughs) Yeah. I wonder that I think the real test there is like going there and not drinking and eating them and then going there and having the traditional gringos experience. Yeah, that could be interesting. Yeah. Save it for dry January. Yeah. Extremely dry January. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I like I like this idea. <laughs> Put a pin in that for January. But there's also like other like my sister, excuse me, has uh spoken about Lucky Taco. That's been thrown I've been in the to mix Lucky as Taco. well. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe Alistair There's a lot of, and Stacy mentioned some other thing that we should have tried. Another taco place? Yeah, didn't they? Uh, they might have. I my phone is going to die. Oh. Live on air. Oh, I know. What a disappointing death that would be. Uh, hold music. Oh, I got we got a new uh, response that I can read. Fishes thumbs up, but once got a soulless burrito in kale with unseasoned rice and kale. Sorry, fishes thumbs up, but once got a soulless burrito in kits with unseasoned rice and kale. Yeah. I forgot they have a kits location. Uh, speaking, I've never even been that one. Unseasoned rice and kale. That's it. Well, it sounds like a real kits experience, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, they they are going right for their constituents. <laughs> um, just to sorry, kits. Just to tie off that last thing I was speaking of, it was the. Uh, Quesabiria Tacosaurus truck that's uh, parked oh, by Strange Fellows. Yes. I've had many, many, many people bring that up actually just over the summer. Like, Drove no- by it on my way here tonight. Yeah. Well, we really messed that one up, didn't we? Shit. Okay. Well, let's go check it out. It, it's, what's it called? Tacosaurus? Yeah. Tacosaurus truck. Because there's, there's also one called Top Rope Beria. I think they're related. Oh, okay, cool. Well, I look forward to trying both of these Beria trucks because mm-hmm. guess what? Beria rocks. Yeah. Now let's finish this damn ranking. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Sorry that I ruined your momentum from the great setup. That's okay. Meat clean. Meat clean. Reset. Reset. Jill, you did such a great job setting it up that I ruined and then, well, we didn't ruin. We just got sidetracked as we were wont to do. Mm-hmm. But why don't you reset like a meat clean mm-hmm. and and kick off our ranking? With my favorite all the way down to my least favorite? Ooh. I think, I think you should go least to most. Okay. Least favorite. After months of painstaking stanking, I don't know where that came from. It wasn't stanking. It was great. It was wonderful. It was a wonderful time. We flew high on friendship yeah. many a time. Ate a lot of tasty tacos. And tortillas. Lots of great torts. Um, some mid-margs. Some great margs. They were the best of margs. They were the blurst of margs. 
coming in at the very bottom, uh, unfortunately. And shockingly, when we first started out, I didn't know this would be the case. Sally Lehman. Again, I will eat there again. They are a chain. They serve a purpose. They're not terrible. But they're not better than the other ones we ate. <laughs> well <laughs> said. Very eloquently. <laughs> very, very well said. And your bottom ranking? Is also Sally Lamont. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, for all the reasons you said, I think we owe it to ourselves and this show to do a specific visit to the Kingsway location yes. to see how the OG still holds up. Mm-hmm. But... In this Sizzlin' Summer series, yep. Sizzlin' Summer series Smackdown, mm-hmm. where we're ranking all of these boys, or girls, g- gender neutral, mm-hmm. Sally Lamont is coming in last for me, too. Yeah. Uh, Again, unexpected. To, you know, really stick with the integrity and thoroughness of our boots on the ground journalism, I may even have to try the Sally Lamont at the airport when I go there next week. <laughs> I would love to, to please go live on Instagram. Should, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'll report back. Uh, maybe I will, uh, yeah, throw on an Instagram live. I can't happens. wait. I can't wait. Okay. <laughs> sounds great. Um, okay. You go next. What's your, what's your second to last? Second to last. Now I've thought about this. Mm-hmm. I feel like okay. Oh. No, I know what I'm going to do. Okay, this is okay. Okay, my second to last is Taco Fino. Okay, I was really worried you were going to say mezcal for some reason. <laughs> I don't even know what like why. I well, was worried. and <laughs> you, can, you can like what and you let like. me let me tell you because the thought I just had was could I somehow slot Taco Fino in between Taqueria and Mezcal or would that make me the most annoying person in the world? <laughs> yes. Fact. <laughs> so I'm leaving Taco Fino here mm-hmm. kind of where I expected it to be. Yeah. I suppose. I think the more I think about it, the more I think modern Taqueria, because there was a time when I would have been like Taqueria is hands down better than Taco Fino. Yeah. I think they're a lot closer for me now. Yeah. That's uh... in both good and bad directions there. Yeah. Um, so I think Taco Fino is number four for me. What yep. about you? I agree. Okay. So I was between uh, Taqueria and Taco Fino being in the four spot. I just have to look at the overall taco menu. I, there are like of, even if you just use Ocho as an example and just the Cambi or the Yukon, whatever. The, the, no, the, uh, the Taqueria we went oh, to yes. was in Mount Pleasant. Yes. The, even if we were just looking at that menu in isolation versus the Ocho menu. There are way more tacos on the La Taqueria menu that I would order and I think enjoy than I would on the ones that are offered. Like if we're just strictly speaking tacos, I think I'm going to have to put Taco Fino fourth. I I think that's pretty sound logic. If we if this was like a burrito conversation, if this is a well, burrito blowout. <laughs> say more. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever ordered a burrito from Taqueria. I, have. I think I just go tacos there because I always think of the little tacos, but no, they're not little anymore. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so yeah, I think 
I think a shocking twist for somebody, like I said, who contributes a significant portion of the revenue uh, to Tacofino. Hey, I'm going to put them in fourth. These are only five options. Like we're not here to say any of these are out and out bad. Yeah. I think we've said that multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. We're here to say that these are all good. Yeah. And that's why we chose them. Yes, exactly. Uh, What's your next spot? I'm guessing I could, I could guess but I won't. Uh, it's it's Takaria. So it was between those, I think. Uh, so for, again, the re- reasons I just mentioned, like they have a lot on the taco menu that interests me and excites me. But knowing that it is like not only comparable, but the exact same <laughs> restaurant and we're jury's still out if they're exactly the same ingredients or not. I still think that I have, I'm on something with this theory of like Takaria being like a test kitchen, R&D test kitchen to uh, Mezcal being the, the Which classic. I'd love to think about. Um, and again, I feel like we keep talking ourselves into like <laughs> Pepsi taste challenges of yeah. like, we, we have, okay, how can we meet in the middle between these two places <laughs> for Amazing burgers and tacos style. and yeah. maybe noodles? Um, and you know, the evidence is there. I left that last bite. So what I've never that done that say? on Mezcal, uh, on a Mezcal plate. So I'm going to have to slate it in there. And Noted. you, I would like to, out of, uh, deference to one comment on Instagram, mm-hmm. change my rank. No, I'm just oh. kidding. <laughs> uh, my next one would be Mezcal. And here's what I will say about that. Do I know for certain that I prefer Taqueria to Mezcal nowadays? Actually, I don't. I think I need to spend more time at Mezcal. I need to go back. I hear their uh, mocajete is actually really good too. Yeah. Like the comments and the, that some of the readers or listeners were leaving. I, it doesn't never even occur to me to venture outside. Yeah. uh, Queso fundito, guacamole or tacos. Right. A main, like I'm, I've had five margaritas and, a uh, big gulp of tortilla chips by that point. I don't think I could put away like a main. I would think I just have enough room to shove in two small tacos. Totally, know? totally <laughs> agree. But it did make me want to go back and have more things there. Of yeah, course, those totally. are non-taco things and yeah. we're really here to talk tacos. Mm-hmm. But I I will say that that's what I'll say about Mezcal. You know, to be revisited, uh, we can do some Mezcal, maybe check-ins yeah. uh, as bonus content on future apps. So that brings me to my number two slot being Mezcal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to speak for you. I will let you do that yourself, but I assume you'll have similar reasons. But like, I have so much experience, like, I have with Mezcal. I've had so many more food experiences there that just by sheer volume, there was the chance where it could have been more bad than good, but it just hasn't been that case. So time and time again, they've proven themselves. Again, I will stand by the fact that I think the Tinga de Pollo is better at Mezcal than the exact same Tinga de Pollo <laughs> at La Taqueria. We'll never know. Um, so for me, that's the control in, in that comparison, and I think Mezcal comes out on top. Um and I think it's I think it's also part the part of my brain that has like uh, that we've come to this conclusion with like does the more you branched out like does that affect the quality of the food and somewhere in my brain it's like yes but mezcal is in the chain it's taqueria so mezcal better <laughs> yeah no I think it's hard to argue with that logic you know one thing that I'm reminded of too is a while back on Instagram I think. I, we threw out because somebody had tagged us in like a solo meal. Mm-hmm. And so we threw out like, well, Hey, what are great places to eat uh solo? And I think a couple people threw out Mezcal. 
Yeah. It's a great place to rock up to the bar and like it's have a marg. It's a good and, bar spot. It's yeah. great. Look, those people hustle. Like yeah. that place is never not insanely busy. Um, there's always some sort of birthday party going on, which uh, like from my serving experience, birthday parties, adult birthday parties are just nightmares to serve. <laughs> we are uh, nightmares. We are nightmares. Um, but they are always on top of their game and there's always a single bar stool available. So I would totally agree. That's a great place to just like squeak in and have like an amazing solo meal. Nice. Cool. All right. Well, hats off to you, Mezcal. Mm -hmm. Uh, that brings me to my number two spot, which is Taqueria. Mm -hmm. I think again, the more I reflect on this, the more I wonder how much nostalgia is coloring my want to, like I said, there was a time when I would have been like Taqueria and Tacofino aren't even in the same conversation for me because Taqueria used to be so good to me. Yeah. Uh, now they're a lot closer. I think Taqueria has, dare I say, Taco Fino aspirations. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they see that model and they say, God, I see what you've done for others. And I yeah. want you to do that for me and my my tacos. They really see that dot, dot, dot and beyond. And beyond. That's right. And the meat clean, presumably. Mm-hmm. They want their meat clean. But... Meat Taqueria's, clean butt. Meat clean meat butt. Meat clean butt. Meat clean butt. <laughs> Sorry. What am I talking about? Taqueria. <laughs> Taqueria's food has definitely lost a little bit of a step, but what I will say is when we ate there, I was surprised by the tacos and their approach to the quesabiria really surprised me. Yeah. I think they have, to your point that you brought up, they have gone a little Instagrammy in terms of like the birria ramen. Mm. What? Order that and take a picture of it and tag us on social media. <laughs> but I mean, like, we do the exact same thing, so we can't, like, no, fault I'm not, them for it. No, you know? I'm, in, in no way am I trying to, but I'm just more of a comment, I suppose, than anything else. Mm-hmm. I think they are, like, clearly trying to be a full-service restaurant. They have a comparable marg list to Taqueria or to Taco Fino now. A lot of taco chains in my mind right now. <laughs> uh, but... I still think Taqueria, I go there for lunch all the time at work. It's like a, still a fun, decent spot. Uh, it's kind of a nice place to go for like an after work mark too. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe it's not quite the same like takeout. Wow. This, this styrofoam container is about to deliver me some premium lunchtime flavors, yep. but it is still really great. and can still really hit the spot. Yeah. That's what I'll say about that. Well said. So that brings us to our number one. Uh, which I suppose is unanimous. It is. Look at us. the board. You do talk. Pig. Pig. <laughs> pig. 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 <laughs> the cleanest meat around. Well. Squeaky clean pig. I hate, I hated everything about that. Meat clean. Meat clean. Reset. Um, for someone who doesn't like pork, I can't believe how much I love this pork restaurant that is named Pig. <laughs> Chancho is a perfect example of pick one thing and do it well. The quality that they demand of like also like the efficacy of everything they do with their tortillas. They have a point of view. They have excellent execution. They, for someone who also like with eating with your eyes and someone who's like sometimes grossed out by meat, the fact that, they just put literally a silver platter of meat pile in front of me. And I was, I wanted to motorboat it. It was so good. It looked so good. It was unbelievable. Pig. 
I have more feelings than thoughts I'm able to articulate right now, as you can tell from whatever garbled mess I just shot into your direction. And yet there was ecstatic truth <laughs> contained therein. Yes. I think I completely agree. Uh, and I don't even have the same pig aversion. <laughs> I think that Chancho is really something special. I think if someone were to ask me right now what the best place to go for tacos is in the city, I would say Chancho without yeah. without even thinking twice. Mm-hmm. I've walked by Chancho multiple times with people since we went there for the podcast and said, oh my God, you got to go here. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. And I think like I'd had them once or twice before, but I think being there with you and like trying the pork shoulder, which is like, I mean, say what you will. If you, if you have more tolerance for fatty meat and you want more of that pork belly, mm-hmm. go with God. That's great. Go with pig. But that pork shoulder hit me in a way that I wasn't expecting because again, like how many carnitas tacos have you had? Yeah. And that's effectively what it is, but it is so effing good and done so simply. It's just, it's powerful. It is. It's, it is, it's like, it really is like the use good ingredients, treat it right. Don't fuck it up. And they really let that shine and do so much of the heavy lifting for them. And then when they do do something a little out there, like the case of Beria, they nail that too. So good. It was so great. It, and don't get me wrong, Taqueria Beria, also good. But this, Maron, <laughs> uh, it, it's just on another level for me right now. I yeah. think I, I can't imagine any other place knocking Chancho off the top spot right now. And yeah. I'm so glad that we went. Mm-hmm. I feel like in some ways, this exercise was sort of put on its back heels by going to that place first I know. <laughs> because it was really like, what the fuck? Like how we, we both walked out of there blown away. Yeah. And the idea that every place we went had to follow that. Yeah. Difficult. We even kind of knew that, or at least had some sort of inkling leaving. Like we were basically like, try your best yeah. rest of Vancouver. Good, good luck. Yeah. I know. I want to go back. I want to have their veggie tacos again, which I can't really remember much about. I would like to try. I think I've had their Paloma. It's mm-hmm. good. I've had their chilaquiles. Also good. I definitely want more of their meat, though. Yeah. I want more of that pig. It's unbelievable that, like, so part of the, for me anyway, part of the charm and the draw of going for Tiny tacos is that you can get a bunch of them and you can try your hand at a bunch of different flavors. There's very rarely food regret because you have, you know, a smorgasbord on your side. Like you're playing the odds, right? There's probably going to be something that hits well. Chancho is so good that you just order it literally by the pound because you're like, you don't even need to like, you don't like, you don't even need to have options. You're just like, after you have one of these, you're going to want five more. Completely. Like, that's how good it is. I feel you're right. And that's such an interesting point because I think we've gone all the way around to like, there was a time when like being at a taco place like early Taqueria or even Taco Fino where it's like, oh my God, what's Al Pastor? What's Mole? Mm-hmm. What's Tinga de Pollo? I want to try all these different flavors. Wow, 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 wow. I didn't know tacos could taste like this. Yeah. And now. And this has gone all the way around to. Pig. pig. <laughs> <laughs> Meat clean. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but you're so true. Like, I feel like they're like, no, we're not going to open, you know, 
a million locations at once. We're not going to put kale in some things and order and have like this available after this time. No tea, no shade, but that's kind of funny and not kind of, it's really funny and it will never not be funny to me. It even is though funny. we have uncovered that it's like a smart business decision. No, because but. it's funnier to think about the fact that it's not vibey enough. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love to think about that. Like, the like fact, I'll never not think about that. But I also love like thinking about the decision being made on that. It's like there was a group of people in a meeting room and they had a PowerPoint slide that it was like good vibes, bad vibes. There was like, they had plotted like the X and Y axis of vibes being good or bad. And they had to like be all business and strategic and logical about this. And what do we want on our vibes based menu? <laughs> exactly. And when do the vibes change? 3 PM? <laughs> mm, yes. Yeah. You'd think it would be like five or six. <laughs> After three? That's basically still lunch. I just love that this is a conversation so many people had to have over and over and over again until the the right people decided on it. But anyway. I want to see their PowerPoint of like the SWOT analysis (laughs) of burritos after three. (laughs) Anyway, uh, all that to say, Chancho, a well-deserved... What what what? Surprise. I mean, we've talked about the Royal Court before. Obviously, Chancho's in the Royal Court. That's a prize pig, that is. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Like, how about a... Like a... That'll do, pig. That'll do, pig. That'll do. Um, They well, they are definitely in the royal court. Like they're, they're certainly there. I think of the the taco places. I think they're the only one I feel comfortable. Maybe mezcal. I I could see them making a case for it. Yeah. But like, do we offer them some kind of spiritual trophy or a a championship belt of some kind? Ooh, I, I do like the idea of a belt. Yeah. But I mean, it's metaphor. We will not be producing a, a belt. Not yet. Not yet. Well, we need the more what, we Patreon. Need, we need some. Uh, yeah. First, we need to create a Patreon and yes. then people to subscribe to it. Yes. And then we need a lot more sponsors. Yes. Continue. <laughs> uh, and then I need. But it's got to be something they can put up like a Michelin star. So it's got to be like a kid's size belt. A I tiny think we little should belt. Have a little figurine of a pig wearing a wrestling belt. Okay. Now you sold me. <laughs> I say no more. I think that's a perfect idea. Perfect. Okay, great. Um, any final thoughts on this first kind of tournament we've done? Like kind of a departure from us because I feel like before we really just let the winds carry us to different topics and interests mm-hmm. and we really stayed focused this summer. Uh, spaced out though the episodes were. I, I don't know. Uh, obviously, the only thoughts in my head right now are pig. Right. And meat clean. I didn't even have to ask. So... Those are my final thoughts. <laughs> nice. I'm excited to get back to non-taco talk with you. Yeah. I'm, I'm really looking forward to I I think, you know, obviously next episode we'll do Mezcal and the one after that we're probably going back to Chancho. But, you know, <laughs> at some point in the next calendar year, yeah. we will turn back to non-taco related talk. Uh, anyway, I'm really excited to, I don't know. It'll be like kind of like coming out of the cave. Like, what's new? All I've been talking about is all I've been thinking about is tacos. Yeah, our f- clear the cobwebs from your eyes and go have a nice salad. Our uh, <laughs> no, yeah, we, no, we anti this. You don't win friends with salad. No, spiritually incorrect. Um, salad is for what we do in between recording sessions. That's so correct. Um, yeah, I'm excited to get into cozy season. See what that opens up for us. I like this format. I think it, again, like it challenged what we thought to be, you know, truisms. Mm-hmm. Uh, it taught me that I love pig. Um, Which is something beautiful. I think so. Um, what did you guys think? Did you like this series? 
Did you get sick of hearing about tacos? <laughs> yeah. Do you wish we were covering other things that aren't just like <laughs> dialed into one specific food item? Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. Is it interesting for you to know that we ranked these places and would your rankings change? I would love to know the power rankings that you all have for thank you for taco options. Yeah. How uh, influential are our rankings? Yeah. Well, we're tastemakers. We are. But, taste havers. Well, that's that goes without saying. Of course, we're oral scientists. That's right. Oral and oral scientists. Oral. 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 <laughs> okay, let's wrap it up. Uh, thanks very much for listening, dear, dear, dear friends. We really appreciate you uh, joining us on this journey. And we'll be back next episode with a review of this year's Superflux fucking or well, fisking. Fisking. Awesome festival, uh, which we cannot wait to talk about. But you can follow the show on Instagram at Battle Royale with Cheese. And that's pretty much where it ends right now. If you haven't already and you just like found this episode or someone told you about it, please subscribe. That would be great. Uh, we're available wherever you get podcasts and wherever you like to listen to podcasts. If you could leave us a rating and or review, that would help us out a lot. It actually does help out in terms of like discoverability. Exactly. Marketing terms, mm -hmm. etc. Like the SEO juice that I'm going to give this episode by mentioning Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Yes, exactly. That's right. Anyway, uh, please go ahead and follow us. We'd love to hear from you. We honestly, like there is nothing that delights Jill and I more than getting like feedback about the episodes or feedback from people who are like, Oh, I just had this thing. You got to try love hearing from you guys. We love that. You guys love food as much as us. Yes, exactly. We're building a tiny little community and we're delighted that you're all a part of it. Forming our cult. That's right. Robes, 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 robes. robes. The robes. robes will have a little pig on them. Yeah, they will. Of course. They will interfere a little bit with the mobility for the night volleyball. That will, but you know, we uh, will do so much night volleyball that uh, our skills will develop and be able to supersede the constriction of the ropes. <laughs> good point. Good point. Okay. Thanks very much for listening, everyone. Uh, and let's leave this episode with a very polite meet please. Testing! Tapa, tapa, tapa. We're actually making sure this microphone's working this time. Jill, please. Jill. Tapa, tapa, tapa. Tapa, tapa, tapa. Okay, it looks like... Yeah, that looks good. Keep doing that. Okay, now I'm gonna... The taps work. I don't know if my voice is registering. No, I think, I think it is. Hello. Hello. Yeah, you, you peaked a little there. One sec.